You're here listening to the Soul Expansion Podcast because intuitively you know there's more to life. There's something more here. And truthfully, we access that something more in our own bodies, in our own souls. We have all the wisdom we need. And when we can access this within ourselves, business, money, impact, and every area of our life becomes so much more easeful, relaxed, and abundant. My name is Kristen Kosinski, and I'm here as your guide and your host, but this is your journey. So let the journey begin. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to record this episode because I am in my Miami apartment. I'm in the vision board apartment. I'm in the dream apartment. I am living in my manifestation. I am living my dream at this exact moment. And it's the apartment I dreamed about 18 months ago when we found out we were moving to Miami. It's the apartment that I put on my vision board and like every detail is here. And I have so much to tell about this specific manifestation. But first, I just wanted to say thank you for being a listener. Thank you for being here on this journey. Another huge thing that's happened in my life and and in our lives, really, because you are a part of this experience just as much as I'm a part of this experience, is we have 5x our month over month growth. So from at the time I'm recording this, it's June 1st. So from April to May, we 5x the number of downloads for the podcast. And I honestly couldn't be more excited and honored and grateful to you, the listener, because this is a dream that I had even before I started my online business was having a podcast and having a top podcast. And actually where my business is going now is focusing on podcasting, focusing on speaking and kind of breaking away from the the wonderful coaching industry that got me my start and starting to move into more of this speaking and empowerment space. And I don't know all the details yet and I don't know what it looks like yet. So I don't have that story for you yet, but I did just want to give you my heartfelt thanks and gratitude and love. I am honestly like blown away with the amount of growth we've been able to experience in such a short time, especially because I don't know if you know me on Instagram or on TikTok or the social media platforms, but I'm not exactly, at least at the time I'm recording this, I'm not exactly the most biggest audience out there, right? Like my social media audience is at most, I think like 3000 people which is still a ton of people. And like, of course, that's amazing. And I'm grateful, but you just don't expect this type of growth or I didn't expect this. Well, I kind of didn't expect because I was manifesting it, but (laughs) it still blows my mind that we've experienced this type of growth. um, Even though my audience, some would say is not quote unquote large. So All of that is because of you. All of that is because you have shown up, you've downloaded the episodes, you've been here with my voice in your ear, and I couldn't be more grateful for you. And I'm so honored to have the privilege of your time and your attention. 
And what I wanted to let you know, this is a new platform um, we started using. I wanted to let you know that we are starting to do texting as part of my broader like brand and because you're a podcast listener and because the nature of podcasting is you don't necessarily get to interact with your community um, directly on the platform other than me interacting with you and you writing podcast reviews, which I so appreciate. I want to invite you to join my text community. So in my text community, we're sending out messages, I think like once a week, maybe if there's something big going on in the brand and in, in the business, maybe I'll send out a couple of texts um, during the week. But it's it's a pretty like chill platform that I'm on. But here's the really cool thing. You can actually interact back with me. So if I send a message that says, hey, what I'm recording podcast episodes, what episodes or what topics do you want to hear about next? You can actually reply on our text platform and let me know what you're excited about, what topic you want to learn more about, or even ask a direct question that I could answer on the show. So I really want to encourage you to get on the text list because like I said, my business is moving more towards podcasting and speaking. And that means that you are my number one priority and serving you in the best way possible is my number one priority. And so get on the text list. Let me grab that number for you. Hold on one second. Okay. So our number is 214 214- Six two four six zero three one. So that's two one four six two four six zero three one. And you can just send me an emoji or send me a hi or send me a hello or send me a I'm a podcast listener and we will get you added to the text list. So do that, please, especially if you are a fan of the show, especially if you've been a listener for any length of time whatsoever. I want to know you. I want to serve you. I want to interact with you. I want to be able to text you. (laughs) So that number again is 214-624-6031. And I can't wait to hear from you. Okay. So I wanted to tell the story of manifesting my Miami apartment. And really what this story is designed to do for you is to inspire you to think bigger, inspire you to break the rules, inspire you to hold the vision and hold the faith, even when it looks like it's not working, because we do live in an incredible abundant universe. And we do have way more power than maybe we think we do. (laughs) And for me, this apartment is such a representation of that co-creative power. So I want to start by saying that this manifestation started like as soon as I learned we were moving to Miami. So 18 months before we actually ended up in this apartment, I had already decided within myself, I am living in a gorgeous ocean view apartment that is modern, that is a two bedroom, that has a pool, that has a garage parking, that has a gym, like literally everything I wanted in the apartment, I added to my like mental manifestation list. And I think I probably wrote it down somewhere at some point in time, but I was just so clear and so decided about what I wanted 18 months before we even got here. 
So that would be like the first like takeaway for you. If there's something big that you're trying to manifest, like a new home or a car or uh, even like your yearly money goal, right? Like if your yearly money goal is like $500,000 or a million dollars, like set that intention early and like hold that intention even before it makes sense or you have any idea how it's going to happen. So for me, that was like 18 months ago. And then the next thing that happened was I kind of just like put it on my vision board. I actually pulled, this is kind of funny. I pulled an image from a building called the Flamingo, which is not where we live, but I pulled an image from a building called the Flamingo that had a beautiful, uh, like luxury opulent collection apartment with like white quartz countertops and like really open and spacious layout and water view. So I pulled that image because I thought maybe I would live in that building. And I added that to my vision board, which is just on my iPhone. It's my iPhone wallpaper. And so I was looking at it, you know, it was kind of like programming my subconscious mind to receive this apartment. And then I just like, I, I released it. I didn't think about it until about, what was it? Like, early April or no, late March, I think late March, maybe early March. So March of 2022, I was like, okay, I guess I got to figure out this whole apartment thing. And I found out about a website from my husband. He had found out about that website from someone else. So it was like divine intervention. And I went to this website and it's like a condo, like apartment hunting website. That's like specific for the Miami area. And I just started like following all the buildings and all the units that looked good for me. Here's the funny thing. At the same time that I was doing that, I did like a meditation and I asked like my spiritual guidance, when should I go to Miami to get my dream apartment? And the answer that came to me was April 7th. And so I like literally booked my flight for April 7th, um, you know, staying through the weekend and just trusted that everything was going to work out when I showed up on April 7th. So here's where it gets interesting. We started getting in touch with this realtor and I was like, getting more serious about looking because we were getting closer to that April 7th date. Right. And I was noticing that there was like very little inventory. Like when I looked for the type of apartment we wanted within our budget, there was like almost nothing on the market except for actually this Flamingo building, um, which there's more to that. And you'll hear that at the end, but there was like almost nothing on the market. And when we got in touch with the realtor, she was saying how people are renting apartments sight unseen. People are paying the full year up front. People are offering more money. Like it's literally, and we're renting, right? We're not even buying a condo. So she was saying that the, the market is literally crazy and like people are doing crazy things to secure apartments because the inventory is so low. And we had this like extra layer of, uh, restriction because my husband is doing his training for interventional cardiology. And with that, you have to be like within 30 minutes of the hospital. But because Miami is such like a high traffic city with all the tourism and everyone that lives here and the density of cars on the road, we actually could only live like a couple miles away from his hospital, which meant that like 
yes, the inventory was low, but it was actually even lower for us because we could only live in like, honestly, like two or three neighborhoods. There was not that much, um, space where we could live because his hospital's in Miami beach. And so it's like, we would either have to live in Miami beach or across the bridge, but then in Miami, there's all these bridges that like lift and lower and the traffic can be insane. So we were extremely limited, suffice it to say, about where we could actually find this apartment. And as we, as I started to observe that the inventory was super limited, I, you know, didn't let it like phase me. I still held the vision that we would get our dream apartment. Um, and then you know, about a week before April 7th, I actually found an apartment that was almost identical to what I had put on my vision board. And I was like, oh, fuck, that is the one we we have to have this one. And my heart was like, yes, we're going to get this one. We're going to we're going to receive this apartment that's literally on my vision board. And so I reached out to the realtor about it and she was like, yeah, um, you can see it, but you have to see it on, um, I think it was like April 6th. And I was like, fuck, I was supposed to get it April 7th. And so I changed my flight because I was like, I can't not see this apartment. Um, I changed my flight and so I would arrive on April 6th. And so, you know, a couple of days go by, it's April 6th, get on the plane, plane lands. The first text message I see was your apartment has been rented. And I was like, Oh my God, I literally changed my flight for this apartment. But, but there was another apartment that was available that was, I would say maybe even better than the one that I had changed my flight to go see. It had a a water view, which the other one did not. It had like a bigger, a bigger building, um, there, there was a gym. I don't think the other one had a gym. It was just like more in alignment with what I really wanted. I just didn't know that it even existed until like a day or two before I flew out. And so when I found out that the vision board apartment was rented and it was gone and it was off the market, I said to myself, well, I guess that means the universe decided for us we're meant to be in this ocean view apartment. Like we're meant to be in this other one. And so I told her, okay, let's still meet today, April 6th. Let's still meet today. Let's still go see the apartment. Um, you know, this is, I think this is the one that we want. So the tenant had COVID. (laughs) So she's like, you can't actually see the apartment, but you can go see the building. And I was like, okay, fine. Like, let's go see the building. Let's just get this done. Right? Like, I'm not, I'm not going to let this apartment come off the market. Like this is our dream. And so we, me and I was actually here with my parents, me and my parents met her up at the building and we, we saw the building and I was like, oh, yes, <gasps> look at that pool. <gasps> look at that park. <gasps> look at all this, look at all that. And it was just like, I was just like blown away and like so happy and so excited as I looked at the building. I didn't even really care what the apartment looked like because we did see like a video walkthrough of the apartment, but I just knew that this is where I was meant to live. This is where I was meant to be. And so I was like, okay, let's apply. Let's do it. And she tells us like how crazy the market is. And so we, we like put a little extra oomph in our offer. Um, 
And then the landlord was like, well, I need you to see the apartment before I can accept you and allow you to sign the lease. And also we're going to let two other people see it as well. And I was like, no, (laughs) but also, okay, no worries. (laughs) So I actually flew back to New York and this was like a couple days later after I, I landed the, the realtor was able to do like a a FaceTime call with us walking through the apartment. And I was like, yes, yes. Sold. We want it. Yes. Give it to us. We want it. (laughs) Um, and then she was like, okay, yeah, they know, but they're going to let these other two people see it first. And it was like two separate people, right? So there was one, one couple and then another couple that was going to see it. And so it's like the waiting game all day. Right. And we're waiting. And my husband's like, did you check with the realtor? Like, did we get it yet? And I was like, I don't know. But then, but then when he said that, I was like, well, maybe I should follow up because maybe she's busy and she's not even like paying attention. So I followed up with the realtor and then she was like, I don't know, let me check. And then she checked and she was like, the people after you offered $300 more per month. And I was like, (gasps) And I was like, can we still get it? Like, I still want it. Can we still get it? Like, if we match their offer, can we still get it? And it was like over our budget. It was like not ideal, but I was like, I need to live here. And also like my husband absolutely needs to live here because there's like nothing on the market and we have to be close to this hospital. And so she's like, let me see what I can do. And so she talks to the other realtor and she, and we're just like waiting and waiting. And, and then I had this, this inspired thought. I was like, okay, I need to explain why this specific apartment is so important to us. I need to share with them why like we belong in this apartment. And although the other people that are trying to receive it are just as amazing and just as great, they're going to find a better apartment somewhere else. And we really need this one because we have to be close to the hospital. So I like wrote this like little like paragraph or two of like the personal reasons why we wanted the apartment. And I said, can you please share this with the landlord? And we shared it. And I want to say like 20 minutes later, a realtor came back and was like, the landlord accepted your offer and you only have to pay $100 more, not $300 more. And here's all the paperwork. Let's go. And I was like, how the fuck did we get this apartment And like, how the fuck did the budget go back down to like what we were planning to pay? Like, (laughs) I even said, like, if we match their offer, can we still get this apartment? And somehow the realtor, I don't know, she she negotiated on our behalf. I don't know what it was. I got to buy her a bottle of champagne or something. Um, I don't know how it happened, because honestly, like if I'm a landlord, I want the people that are going to pay me more money. But the only thing I can, the only thing I can guess is that because I had that inspired thought to share our personal reasons for needing this apartment, that maybe that had some sort of impact on the landlord. And maybe they, they heard something in our personal story that they connected with and and they, they felt good about us living in their unit. And so that's how we got this Miami apartment. And I just want to kind of like call out some things that happened along the way. Oh, one more thing before we get there though. Okay. So, so we, we secure the apartment in April. We don't move until May. So I get here in May and the landlord or the realtor has our keys and she gives us the keys and guess what is on the key ring? A motherfucking flamingo. 
Remember I pulled that picture of a building called the Flamingo and I put it on my vision board. So I literally got the Flamingo apartment, but the Flamingo is on the keys. It's not the name of the building. (laughs) I love the universe. It's so crazy how these things work out. Um, Okay. So anyway, call outs, like what can you take away from this story? Well, first of all, I think it's so important to realize that When you like have no pressure on a manifestation, the right actions are going to present themselves to you, right? So like I put no pressure on myself to to figure out which building I was going to live in and like uh, plan ahead my my apartment search to the detail when it was still a couple months out. You know, I was very relaxed about it. I was like, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to have the inspiration. I'm going to know when to start looking and I'm going to trust that the right apartment is there for me. So I had like this really radical trust in the unknown. And that's one of the hardest things to do with manifestation, right? But it's so powerful when we can have this deep radical trust in what we don't know and what we can't see yet. And so something I would offer for you to take away from this is what if the unknown was safe? What if the unknown was naturally good? What if the unknown was naturally abundant? What if the unknown had your back, right? Like what if the unknown was your friend, And what if you could start to lean into the magic of the unknown? So that's the first takeaway. Second takeaway from this story was that there were times where it looked like it wasn't working, right? There were times where, you know, remember I had the the apartment that I changed my flight for. So that one was off the market when my flight landed. So that could have told me, oh, this isn't working. But instead I, you know, adjusted and I realized, okay, this other unit that just went on the market yesterday, maybe this is the dream apartment. Maybe this is the one. And of course it is. We live here now. Um, so, so there were so many times where it looked like it wasn't working and the evidence looked like it was stacked against us, especially when we heard that someone else offered $300 more per month in rent. And that was like pretty much out of our budget, but I was being abundant and I'm like, we can make it work. <laughs> right. So, um, you know, when that happened, I didn't, I didn't know if there was any way it could work. All I knew is I was going to decide I was going to hold the vision, hold the faith and trust that that apartment was ours. And I really like, I took ownership of it energetically, right? Like I, I had the vision of this office that I'm sitting in right now. I had the vision of waking up in the morning and looking at the beautiful morning sunlight over the ocean. I had this vision of going to the pool every day at 3 p.m. And I've been pretty consistent. I would say five days out of seven, I've been going to the pool. (laughs) So it's been great. And I, I really let myself dream the dream of living here, right? And I think sometimes we're afraid Sometimes we're afraid to dream the dream of what we really want, because if it doesn't come true, then we'll be disappointed, right? That developmental disappointment can come in. But I was, I was absolutely liberated with my dreaming. I was absolutely unrestricted with what I allowed myself to feel into. I let myself feel into what it would feel like to live there. I let myself feel into what it would feel like to wake up in that beautiful bedroom and to see the beautiful ocean and the palm trees and the sunlight and all of that beauty right outside of my window and from the balcony too, and enjoying coffee on the balcony or drinking a rosé on the balcony, right? Like I really let myself 
believe that it was mine. And I really let myself dream about the possibilities of living there. And I really trusted that it would be mine, even when it looked like it wasn't working. Now, for a lot of us, when we try to apply this concept to business, our our ego and like our insecurities come online hardcore. And it's like, there's this big aspect of us that's like, well, am I wishful thinking, right? Like, am I, am I living a fantasy if I believe that, you know, five more people can sign up for this launch when there's like an hour left or whatever, right? Like however you structure your business and however you sell your programs, there can be this element of, of needing to declare the reality of the situation and not letting yourself believe in the bigger possibilities that may be available if you were only open to them, right? Like what if you were just open to things working out for you no matter what? What if you were just open to getting the dream apartment even when someone else offers more money? What if you were just open to breaking the rules and getting what you want no matter what? Why do we think we have to look at what is and decide that what is is what is and we can't possibly have something better? What is is what you created yesterday. Allow yourself to dream about what you want to create tomorrow. If you don't let yourself dream, then you never change what you're creating. You stay in the realm of it's not working or you stay in the realm of that's not realistic. Don't be realistic. There is no reason on earth to be realistic if you have a dream. Dream big. Dream when it doesn't make sense. Let yourself believe with your whole heart and your whole soul that what you want is yours and that what you want is possible because that is what it takes to manifest the impossible. That is what it takes to create miracles. That is what it takes to change your life in a dramatic way. And I'm so grateful for this apartment because if you don't know where we used to live, I was grateful for that apartment too because it was subsidized housing and it allowed me to start this beautiful business but it was not a vibe, right? It was like lead-based paint. It was like, uh, there was probably asbestos in the walls somewhere deep underneath all of the concrete or whatever, the sheetrock. Um, it was like pre-war, like everything was very old, no dishwasher, no washer dryer, no central air conditioning, like no amenities. There were no amenities. And now I have like literally every amenity you can imagine. There's even a sauna in our building. And I just found that out like after we moved and I was like, oh my God, this is like actually, this is like a luxury hotel that I live in now, (laughs) but better because it's my apartment, right? (laughs) So dream big. Don't base what you want based off what is. Base what you want off of what you actually want. Don't be realistic. There is no reason in a metaphysical sense to be realistic because the unknown has your back. The unknown is your friend. The unknown wants to help rearrange time, space, events, and people to make shit happen for you. But you have to believe and you have to be willing to let yourself dream that big and to let yourself go that big and to let yourself experience all the magic that is here for you. 
All right. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this. Make sure you sign up for our text list 214-624-6031. Let me know how you like this episode. If you have questions about this manifestation or about anything I shared here today. And thank you so much for being a listener. Love you. Bye. Thank you for listening to the show today. Thank you for being a loyal listener. If you've listened more than once, I really appreciate your time, your focus, your energy, and your attention. And so it is my heartfelt request that if you got something out of this episode, please write us a review, rate us, tell us exactly what you want to say, speak from the heart, speak from your soul. No review is too short or too long or anything that's too much or not good enough. It's all good. It's all good. We really love and appreciate your feedback. It just helps us make the show better and better, and it helps us get the show out to more people. As a reward for your time and energy writing a review, just take a screenshot of it before you hit submit and email it to us at support at kristinkasinski.com. And we will give you free access to my Work Less, Make More, The Vibe Masterclass and Integration Deepening Call. This is over three hours of content that was recorded in 2022, early 2022. On my website, I currently charge money for it. I don't remember what we priced it at, but it's, it's not currently for free anywhere else unless you write a podcast review, screenshot that review and send us an email. So the email address is support at kristinkasinski.com. I would love to gift you this free gift for your time and energy being a listener and writing a review. So if you have a few moments right now, I would really appreciate your words, your feedback, your shares and your love. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being you. I so, so, so appreciate you. And I'll talk to you soon.